Sarah and Abby's Vegan Adventures, Episode 7. Episode 7, 7, 7, 7. You just love the echo thing, don't you? I do. Sarah told me about something last week, and I didn't believe her. Turns out she was trying to accuse me of lying. Telling the truth. I lied. Well, I thought maybe. I was like, I'm not lying. And you were like, (laughs) (laughs) I just thought your source was maybe, you know. What? I don't know. She thinks I don't know how to do research. All right, why don't you tell me what what happened, because, you know. All right, so this is what I told Abby. I said this girl, this YouTuber, adopted a child, a human, a homo sapien child. He had him, you know, he lived with her for two years, and then she just gave him away. And I was like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's like she literally adopted him from china and then just gave him away and i was like nah it's fake (laughs) and it's real turns out you know abby of course had to fact check me and of course i was right like usual um she had to prove that i was right and (laughs) it's the truth yeah and like so go on her youtube let's call her out her name is micah stoffer 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 and she's a youtube influencer and she posted this announcement on her YouTube channel that her an and her... update on our family mm-hmm. in all lower <laughs> an update on our family and honestly like when I watched the video I thought she was acting like I thought it was like a really bad high school play because <laughs> she was like I just I'm so emotional about this and like we just love him so much okay um I'm sorry and didn't they use the term rehome? Yes. Yes. Okay. They said that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she, like, this girl, I, like, looked on her YouTube channel. I don't really, I don't know. I've never heard of her before. So I was looking at her YouTube channel. And she, like, has, like, random videos, like, mostly about being a mom and stuff. She has four biological children. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, has videos about them. Then she has the video about adopting Huxley. That's the baby's name. And in that video, it's called, like, Gotcha Day. She just looked so fake. And, like, I'm sorry. I understand, you know, you're a YouTuber. Part of, you know, your job is showing your personal life. But there has to be a line between, like, your personal life and what you're showing to everybody. Like, okay, we could have known that you, you know, make a video about bringing him home from China, but why are you literally showing us the moment that your first moment you laid eyes on your son? That's so weird to me. And like, she was being so weird in the video. Like, the baby was like upset because like, you know, he's with these strangers and like she just didn't look like she knew what to do it looks uncomfortable to me maybe I'm just being mean because I know that she ended up like giving him away well yeah so and the other thing viewers is it's not that you know she got him and then realized that you know it was too much for their family to handle or like something 
catastrophic happened. She had him for two years. Yeah, that's what you get. An older child that they had just brought home and then, you know, wasn't the right match. Like, how do you have a child in your life and you're calling this child your son because he is your son and then you just give him away so he was a little less than two i guess when they adopted him and then literally when he was like four right they were like it's not a good fit yeah that's what you say about like a job or yeah like a yoga class that you don't like going to yes or like a house like it's not the right fit for our family yeah, or like a car. It's not the right fit for our family. Like, you don't say that about a member of your family. The fact a that human she being. had him for two years is what's throwing me. Yeah. Or saying. Didn't really go into much detail. About why they gave him away, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that video, they were just being really, really vague because they were saying they want to respect his privacy. Okay, now you want to respect his privacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what it makes you look like a dick. But what it <laughs> makes you look good, we didn't care about his privacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so there's two... When he was, you know, coming off... No, I was just going to say, there's there's two theories here. Because Sarah thinks there's might be something like... That they really are trying to protect his privacy. Like maybe... Um, he was violent towards one of their other children or, you know, something that they really were concerned about. Yeah. But I don't know. I think they're just saying that to make themselves look good. Maybe they convinced themselves. Yeah, like that he was like... Did you see those other videos of her with him? I saw... With the duct tape? <gasps> what? Okay, so, you know, I was on a long car ride going to, like, George. So I was watching a bunch of videos. And <laughs> um, this one YouTuber pointed out, like, I guess you sucked his thumb a lot, which, you know, is... Normal. A coping mechanism for when they do it when they're a little older, apparently. It's a coping mechanism. It's how they self-soothe. So they'll do it, you know, a little longer than a baby not in that situation. But also so many kids do that. Like my cousin did it. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who do it. Yeah. So to get him to stop sucking his thumb, they put duct tape on his hand. Oh, okay. And posted it? And posted it. Okay. I didn't know that that's an okay thing to do no it's not it's not so i looked into it i looked into thumb sucking and i found that children that experience trauma suck their thumbs a lot and it's just a normal behavior for children and it's a self-soothing behavior that you should allow your child to do and typically it's over by the time they have their adult teeth and if it's not then you know you can replace it with other things and have a conversation with your child because at that point they're a little older but you by no means put duct tape on your kid's hand yeah no your traumatized child's hand and also special needs because he was diagnosed with autism right or not yet at this point yeah he was autistic and then i think that he had like they said he had some type of brain damage i think okay so they were just making up every excuse in the book to like yeah. Mm-hmm. Pass off their shitty parenting. Yeah. Well, and also, okay, you said she has four biological kids. But when they adopted him, they had two, right? And then mm-hmm. they adopt him, and then they have two more kids. And not that there's anything wrong with adopting and then having, you know, biological kids after. But 
you know, there is something to be said about them, like having this child who clearly needed a lot of attention and services and care and love. And then, you know, she's spending her time on her blog and her pregnancies. Which further, you know, proves the point that she was doing this to get you to get money. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tell me about that. Because you said that people sponsored her trip, right? So to adopt from, well, just to adopt a child anyway, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. But especially to adopt a kid from another country, it's a lot, a lot of money. And apparently she got the adoption funded by her viewers. People donated to Huxley's adoption. So she, I'm assuming she didn't pay a cent and or probably made money in the quote donation. Oh my God. To his care, I'm assuming. Some of the comments were like human trafficker. Is that just because of the, the, the paying thing? I don't know. I don't really understand that. Well, probably because they're saying I, like she got paid to adopt him. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't understand. They go like, Oh, he's thriving in his new forever home. Like, what? They um released a statement through an above-board, properly vetted process known as adoption dissolution or an underground maligned practice known as rehoming. They said that it appears that Micah made arrangements with an individual person versus an agency. Mm. In the U.S., a child who is adopted internationally can be placed with a new family through rehoming or unregulated custody transfers, and it's incredibly frowned upon by adoption advocates. It's not illegal in many places in the U.S., including Ohio, which is where they live. So that's literally what they did, and maybe they like knew that before. There's some states that prohibit it, but even in some of these states, the statute is not always clear, and the penalties vary, and many states have no prohibition. And the CEO of the National Council for Adoption said we'd like to see a creation of a national standard prohibiting it. So she found a freaking lady by herself and just... It says, in these cases, Johnson said, an adoptive family can bypass all the legal requirements, the courts, the child welfare system, and place them with another family without regard for their safety. Okay, wh- what? What? This practice poses serious safety concerns for adopted children as well as legal ramifications for adopted parents. And then instead, it says you can go through adoption dissolution. Um, Parents that have finalized an adoption relinquish their parental rights to that child. The child is then either adopted a second time by another family or placed in the state foster care system. And you're required to report transfers to the government. And then the new family would have to legally adopt the child. Okay, in 2019, eight adoptions were disrupted out of 2,971 total international adoptions. Children ranged from 2 to 13. Some remained in their home country and were returned to orphanages and others were placed with new families. In 2018, the adoptions of four children, all ages 5 and under, were disrupted. Reasons ranged from medical and behavioral issues to the parents changing their minds or being unprepared. The agency they adopted from said the way they went about it was unusual. Putting it on social media and describing it as, we found another family. Well, what does that mean? Did they go through an agency? Was there another home study done on the other family? That part is highly unusual. Hello. Oh, hey. I'm back. What's good? I was literally talking to myself. I was just talking about that the Stouffer family went basically like under the table and that it can be legal in some states, but the adoption agencies really frown upon it. 
the couple okay. cited a team of medical professionals who advised our clients it might be best for Huxley to be placed with another family. Okay, so my question is this. Obviously, if they went, I mean, maybe not obviously, I don't know. I don't know. I would just think that, you know, adoption agencies, especially when we're dealing with international adoptions, I would think that they're pretty careful about placing the kids in homes that they think are the right fit. Mm -hmm. So, like, if he's special needs and he's, you know, from China, I don't think that they would just, like, give him to them all willy-nilly. Obviously, like, they were capable of caring for him at some point where they got approved to adopt him by an agency. So then what happened in those two years? Like, what? Well, she said that they weren't informed of all of his needs and they weren't told of his special needs. But obviously special needs develop over time. They knew that he had special needs. Oh, they did. Because at first, like I think at first when I saw him, they didn't know. And then they were apprehensive about adopting a special needs child. And then they said, okay, you know what? We love him so much, we're going to do it. Like okay. they decide. And then, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm obviously not educated enough in like adoption, but I would just think that they're pretty careful about who they adopt out special needs kids to. So like what happened to her in those two years? She had to go. So you think that it just didn't fit her little fairy tale YouTube YouTuber I, that's, lifestyle? That's, that's what I think, which is crude. I mean, I think it might be a little of that, but I, I think they didn't know they underestimated how hard it would be and yeah but what about all of the families <laughs> somebody commented on on her post and said i have a special needs child they don't come with an instructions manual and you do the best yeah. you can there's no alternative to being a parent yes, because it's it's your child like okay if one of her kids one of her biological kids ended up with the same Oh, okay. But she's not claiming that they gave him up because of the autism. She's claiming that something happened. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Okay, so she says, we would never just give up a child with special needs. This is a personal matter to Hux. It had nothing to do with he just had autism. Multiple scary things happened inside the home towards our other children. And if these events happened with one of my biological kids, after all the help and after the behaviors we witnessed, sadly, we would have no other choice than to seek help and get their needs met. Okay, so she's saying that she would get he would get rid of her biological child. Yeah, so she's saying that if her biological kid did that, that she would also rehome her biological kid. You can't do that. No way. Is that even allowed? No, right? I don't. Is that even a thing? Let me see. Can you just? I don't. Well, yeah, you'd have to put them into like the system. Yeah, but. But I don't think you could just put them in the system. I think they would have to go into like. I don't know. I let's look into that though, because that's like interesting. This says because it's just so absurd that I can't imagine anybody doing that. Yeah, I just really doubt that. And like again, when you make the commitment, like this just comes down to like you made a commitment. Like yeah, like okay, if if your child that you have by lot, that's uh, it's a tiny bit different because at the end of the day, you didn't. I mean, you did consciously make that choice, but you didn't. I don't know. Yes, like they you know consciously I mean? made the choice to ado adopt a special needs child from China. 
there is a lot, a lot, a lot that goes into that decision. Yes, when you get pregnant, you don't consciously make the decision about what child you're going to get. Anything can happen, you know? But they made the decision to adopt a special needs boy. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... Uh, that's what's mind-boggling about it. Like, and now this poor boy has, like, freaking... He already has... Attachment and attachment. Att attachment disorders. Mm -hmm. And now you just gave him away. Okay, there's a law in Nebraska. A man lost his wife, and he gave up nine of his ten children. Um, in when? So 2008. On September 1st, the mother left her 14-year-old son in a police station. September 23rd, two more boys and one girl, aged 11 to 14, had been abandoned in the hospitals. Then a 15-year-old boy and 11-year-old girl were left. The biggest shock came when a single father walked into an Omaha hospital and surrendered nine of his ten children, ages 1 to 17, saying that his wife had died and he could no longer cope with the burden of raising them. So abandonments are a misuse of a new law that was mainly intended to prevent so-called dumpster babies, the abandonment of newborns by young terrified mothers, but instead has been used to hand off out-of-control teenagers or, in the case of the father of ten, to escape financial and personal despair. It allows caregivers to drop off children without fear of prosecution, but it has also cast a spotlight on the hidden extent of family turmoil in the country and what many experts say is a shortage of respite care, counseling, and especially psychiatric services to help parents in dire need. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think that that's, you know, definitely something different than what we're seeing here with her because clearly they are a wealthy white family in where, where Ohio, right? Yeah, like, Ohio. they are not struggling financially. And again, chose to adopt him. And then two of their other children came after him. Why not a priority is what it's coming down to. Why is he not a priority like the other kids? Well, and, and somebody commented, think about what that says to your other kids. Like, now they're... Yes! That was their sibling for two years. <laughs> That's a large percentage of their life when they're, like, five. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then what? You're teaching your kids that, A, when things get hard, you can just give up. And yes. And B, like, he wasn't really your brother. He was your brother, but now he's not your brother because he did something bad. Like. Or. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Or, like, and they're going to always. special needs, like people with special needs like we could just give them away well she's claiming that it wasn't that that it was whatever happened okay well i would assume that that stemmed from yeah you're right you're right yeah because she said right? multiple assessments numerous medical professionals right. have felt that he needed a different fit in his medical needs he needed more okay then you need to give him more obviously when you adopt a child from another country is not going to be a walk in the park. And I don't think you have to be a rocket scientist to understand that. This kid was, who knows what his past was before he was, you know, put up for adoption. He was living in an orphanage. So who knows what his biological parents were doing? Who knows how he ended up in that situation? Um, and then he formed, you know, connections with the people that were caring for him in the orphanage also. And then he was ripped apart from them now he's raised by strangers in a foreign country that look 
also completely different from the people he's used to. That's probably really confusing. Speaking a whole other language that sounds completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, take that into consideration, too. Like, now he's being raised by this, like, blonde lady, like, speaking English. Yeah. That's so confusing and scary. And then now he's ripped apart from them. That's so fucked up. Like, and you say you love him. You, you don't. You don't. You don't. Also, child abandonment is illegal in the United States. Some states consider it to be a felony. Others categorize it as a misdemeanor. Punishments range from $2,000 fine up to five years in prison and $125,000 penalty. And then if the child was adopted, it's called rehoming. And that's adopted parents using illegal means, such as the internet, to find a new home for their child. Child abandonment is classified under a subsection of child abuse statutes and is punishable with a felony in most cases. Mm. If the child dies... As a result of their actions or neglect, they can be additionally charged with reckless abandonment. So effects on survivors of abandonment, possibility of experiencing abuse and neglect in institutionalized care. That would be if they're, you know, left in orphanages or group homes or foster care systems. Low self-esteem stemming from feelings of guilt about being at fault for being abandoned. Separation anxiety, feelings of anxiety about being separated from parents or caregivers, attachment issues, difficulty becoming emotionally attached to and trusting other people, especially caregivers, abandonment issues, um, characteristic of abandoned child syndrome, including social alienation, guilt, anxiety, cleanliness, insomnia, and nightmares, eating disorders, anger issues, depression, substance abuse, traumatic reenactment through romantic relationships, um, PTSD syndromes. Um, also known as post-traumatic stress disorder of abandonment. Um, depending on the severity, children who have developed certain maladjusted tendencies and in social interaction may be diagnosed with reactive attachment disorder or disinhibited social engagement disorder. Hello? It's just me, I guess. In 2015, it cost the United States government over $9 billion to support 427,910 children who are in foster care. <laughs> Oh, wait. Did you know this? What? Huxley had a small brain tumor when they adopted him in late 2017. Yeah, that's what it was. But they didn't know that he was profoundly developmentally delayed. Okay, but... I don't know. She insinuated that they, like, hid from them his developmental issues. How would you know that? And it's, like, obviously that's gonna present a lot differently and probably be more apparent as they age. Um, so, um, mm-hmm. if his issues are X, Y, and Z now, then I feel like it's not really that far-fetched to assume that other issues might present as he ages. Do you feel me on that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see the, the video with the duct tape. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like a lot of duct tape. She would not put that on one of her biological kids, first of all. And second of all, okay, you're supposedly working with all of these, you know, therapists and behavior people for him. You couldn't have run that by them that he, that you feel like he has a thumb sucking problem. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you didn't run that by anybody. So why, like, why are you? When you take off even a band aid, it hurts. You know, because there's like a your skin gets all raisiny. Yeah, imagine taking off that, all that duct tape. Yeah, and kids' hands are clammy anyway. So, um, 
but yeah, so she claimed the reason they rehomed him was that he would violently bang his head on the wall and bite and punch others, including her four biological children. Wait, where did you see this? This is new. This is new. This is in Global News Canada. But I feel like it's still a slap in the face to parents, adoptive parents, adopted, you know, families, and to families of children on the spectrum. Not that she gave up, but like... Yeah. Um, You can't... (laughs) I don't care what she says. There's no way, no matter what she says, there's no way that she would have, quote, rehomed one of her biological children. That is Mm -hmm. not a thing that people do. So you're calling this boy your son, and then he's having behavioral issues. Like, I just don't, I don't see that, you know? There's a petition, remove Micah Stouffer's monetized YouTube videos exploiting a special needs child. Good, I'll sign Micah Stauffer and her husband adopted a boy with special needs named Huxley from China and monetized the entire process through their YouTube channel. They were given funds from their viewers, which helped to pay for their trip to China and likely fees associated with the adoption. They have since rehomed the child because it was too much work for them. However, they had three children when adopting the boy. Oh, they had three kids before. Yeah. And insisted on a boy from overseas with special needs. They got in over their heads and pulled an already traumatized boy from another country, made money off of him, and they gave him to someone else. The adoption process is very thorough, and these adults knew exactly what they were getting themselves into. They even admit they had many medical professionals advising them. This is unethical and extremely emotionally abusive. We request that her videos featuring Huxley and or any contact concerning Huxley be immediately demonetized and removed from the platform. Over 100,000 people signed. Wow. Good. Yeah. Good. And I don't know. I somehow doubt that professionals would advise that that's the best option. Giving him away. I mean, maybe since they brought it up, like, maybe the professionals were like, okay, yeah, obviously you don't want him, so it's not the best environment for him. Yeah, but how many people say they don't want their kids? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, when we're looking at it from the lens of, like, a mom rehomed her adopted son, you know, that seems really fucked up. Like, I think that's really fucked up. That's the whole point of this, you know, podcast episode. (laughs) But if you look at it, like, through his eyes and what's best for him, like, could you argue that it's best for him to be placed in another home? And that, like, their family just wasn't the right fit for him? Do you want me to read a quote? Children of color are not put on earth to fuel your white savior complex. One user tweeted at Stouffer. They're not pets. You should just rehome when it gets too hard to raise them. And then other people said she rehomed him like an unwanted pet once she had another bio kid. Yeah, so it's like, in certain instances... It is the best option for the pet to be put into another home because their home was not the right fit. Say the dog was adopted out and then is aggressive towards the children. I think any, you know, animal professional would agree that that's not a safe animal to have around children and that the best option is to rehome the dog because otherwise the dog is going to be on lockdown in their own house, going to have to be in a crate, going to have to be separated. That's not a life. And then it's a safety issue for the kids. So yeah, like, better fits exist in those circumstances. Um, so could you argue that with this boy, that they just weren't the right fit and it was a safety issue for her own kids? Well, I think that the fundamental difference there is one in which we have to recognize 
that there are differences between animals and humans, even though we argue for the best treatment for animals as vegans, but there are differences between them. And one of those is that an animal, a pet, a dog, they can thrive, you know, being placed with a new family. And we know that. And the kids who live with the dog, we know that they'll be okay and they'll be able to thrive even if the dog is removed from the family and placed mm-hmm. with a new, an, in a new home. We know that a baby or a child, you know, cannot thrive once it is removed so many times from a family. And we know that the other children are going to be affected significantly from that as well. So it's like, yeah, somebody might be a better fit, but but that's still, it, it's so... It's yeah. worse for the child mm-hmm. than it would be. The negative effect is like so impactful that, yeah, because think about all the, you know, the parents who are not great parents and all the couples who are single and wanting to adopt. We, you can't, you don't just give away your kid, even though there's a better fit. Yeah. And the best option for kids, I think, you know, they've done a lot of research on it, is to stay with the family that's raised them. That's always the best thing for a human child. Yeah, and this was two years that he was with them. They're just, it's different <laughs> than rehoming a dog. You can't, you can't do that. I mean, not that that's Richard. right either. Like no, people but doing it's very that. clear that some dogs cannot thrive in one environment and can thrive in another environment. With this, he is not going to thrive in either environment. He's yeah, not- we don't know where he spent the first 18 months of his life. If it was in, you know, if he was just sitting in a crib, if he was abused, whatever. Like, we don't know. And then this was his family for two years. And now he's just, yeah. Um, people on YouTube pointed out that the other children all sucked their thumbs. And none of them, they none of them ever had duct tape on their thumbs. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they made that video um, private on YouTube, the duct tape one. Oh. And people are just reposting it, the ones who have recordings of it. I also saw something that she said that he wanted to to go live with somebody else. Oh, yeah. Oh, Did I you saw see that? that. Yes. What was that? Okay. Yeah, it was like in a comment or something. The mom and dad claimed that he said that he wanted to live with the new family. Really? <laughs> So this boy who has limited verbal skills, a four-year-old, mm-hmm. told you that he wants to go not live with the family that raised him and wants to live permanently with another family? Really? A four-year-old? Let's just ignore <laughs> ignore his, you know, his special needs and the fact that he probably doesn't have a good grasp on English. We'll ignore that. You're letting a four-year-old tell you that? <laughs> really? Really? Huxley wanted this decision 100%. Yeah. He saw that in family time with other people. He constantly chose them and signed with them. Signed with and showed. Oh, so he he signed. He didn't. Okay. Signed with and showed tons of emotion to us and let us know he wanted this. Huxley never had a say in his adoption and he needed more help and also wanted this. And we know that 100%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it sounds like they're just fucking bullshitters. They adopted him to get views and get money. And then it was too hard. And then they said bye. Yeah. In 20 little boys expense. In 2017, she said, if anything, my child is not returnable. 
So when I heard all the things that, that the doctor was telling us, it kind of went in one ear and out the other. I wasn't in a state of denial. I accepted and took on everything that she said. And I sat down with Jim and I said, you know, worst case situation, if our little boy at one point in his life, he needs to be in a wheelchair and he needed full on care, would you still love him? And we, without a doubt in our minds, we knew no matter what state he came to us that we would love him. Oh, ew, Mm. I'm on her Instagram right now. She changed her bio to four kids instead of five, right? No, it doesn't even say anything. Oh, yeah, she took it off. And I don't see any pictures of him. Oh, she deleted all the pics of him? I see one. I see one pic from February 16th. The last couple days have been hard. I don't want to sugarcoat anything. We have had a lot of meltdowns and lots of behaviors that have had us on our knees begging God for guidance. On social media and YouTube, we rarely show the behaviors or the hard stuff because we try our best to respect our son's privacy and dignity. Oh, my God, you're so annoying with that. We have hard days, lots of them. I wish autism and adoption trauma had a manual to direct you through it all. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was kind of weird. Like, that was in February. So, what do you think people, other people do? Someone commented and said, I don't know the whole story, but thank you for being responsible. What a sacrifice you have made for yourself, your other children, and this little one. What? Is there anyone out there that thinks this is like, okay, like, I want you know, please hit us up. Well, I think the the reason it's, you know, you could say it's better for him now is that clearly if they're going to give him up, they're not good people. So well, he's yeah. better off not being with them at that rate. You know, well, I, mean? I know, but like you should, they should have left him and let him be adopted by a family that would have loved him from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is that I hope her YouTube career is over. Oh yeah. Her, um, who were her sponsors that pulled her? Wasn't Let's it see. like Little Tykes or something? Pampers? Danimals. What? <laughs> I like Danimals. Did I say it wrong? Danimals. Oh my god. Danimals. I don't like you. Danimals. They pulled their sponsorship. Okay, that's not how I say it. That's not how I said it. They pulled their sponsorship. Oh my god. <laughs> Little Tykes. They have, um, like, good ones. Playtex. That's what it was. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, they're done. Bye. Okay, so then that makes me... Okay, to play devil's advocate, because you always like to play devil's advocate on me. Let me play dev- devil's advocate on you. Okay. If She must have anticipated that this might be a reaction from the public. So, is there any, you know, thought that maybe this isn't... Like, maybe it was that desperate that she, (laughs) I don't know. Like, she must have known that her career was going to be over. Um, Like, there's no way she's that unaware that. Um, okay. No, no, I think, no, because she didn't, if she knew her career was going to be over, she wouldn't have posted anything. She would have just stopped posting videos and let her career be over without the hatred. I feel like she did this. Like, I don't think she anticipated everything being over. Well, didn't she, didn't she try to do that, kind of, and then people called her out? Like, where's Huxley? Yeah. So, then just then just delete all your shit, and your YouTube career is literally over. You don't owe anybody an explanation then. Like, she obviously didn't want it to be. You know what I mean? She, could, she didn't yeah. have to answer those people. Mm-hmm. You know? She knew this was going to happen. Why would she end it with hatred and, like... Yeah, I think she 
didn't think that this would happen. Because the fact that she's continuing to speak out on it, too, like, and there's new stuff, like, and she's updating her Instagram and all that, like, that's weird. Yeah. You know, like, why are you focusing on updating your social media when you're going through that decision also? Like, when did they make this decision? Probably back in fucking months ago. And they're, like, still post making those YouTube videos? That's so weird. How do you have time for that? Yeah. But I just think, like, like, wouldn't it have been just, if they have all this money, why wouldn't they have just hired, like, a full-time one-on-one aide for him? Maybe they don't have, like, all this money? Maybe they're not rich? I thought they were. Um... I mean, how rich are you from YouTube? I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, we'll find out. True. <laughs> well, apparently, this is the thing, and it's pretty horrible. I'm sorry I didn't believe you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, folks. What are we calling this? Episode Micah Stoffer. You want to call it? You want to call it by her name? Yeah, because then when bitches look us look that up, they're gonna come to us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. No, let's do Micah Stauffer. Right. You gonna call us out for calling her? Good, out? call us out. Oh, she used to be vegan too. Oh my god, she's so fake. Yeah, she posted like not vegan anymore, feeling so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> No longer vegan and getting my husband cut. I am 24 weeks. What? In October, she posted a picture of him like with a Starbucks uniform on saying, my favorite Starbucks barista. You hold such a special place in my heart, sweet boy. Ew. She she used to be a raw vegan. I'm sharing my raw vegan, what I eat in the day with you. I've been raw vegan for quite some time. Okay, you're lying. And prefer it as my diet since I always have the most energy and feel amazing when I'm following it very strictly. You're lying. <laughs> um, right? Yeah. Let us know if you think this is okay because... Um, yeah, give us input because maybe we're ignorant. You to know, be honest... Always... Go ahead. What? No, we haven't checked our email, so I was going to say email us, but I was going to say, to be honest, we haven't checked it, so I'm going to go ahead and log in, make sure mm, we haven't true, got any true. fan mail. Mm-hmm. Um, we mm-hmm. could read it on the podcast and and respond to the critics. Let's see. Oh, oh. We got an email? We got, a, we got an email. What they said? I think it was spam because it got deleted, okay? Next. We got a message from... Hi, Sarah. Okay, what about me? My name is Augie, and I am the founder of a whole food supplement company called CodeAge. And the CodeAge on Instagram. Would you be interested in trying some of our products and potentially doing a post or even simply sharing your feedback with us? Let me know. Hope you're staying safe out there. You think it's fake? I mean, we could answer. We can look into it. We can look into it. All right, guys. Um, so, yeah, we check our email sometimes. So send us one if you believe in this. And we'll have you on as a guest because that will be an interesting discussion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. Are you going to nap? Yeah, I'm going to nap. All right, I'll okay. talk to you later. Call me when you wake up. Good night, folks. Bye. <laughs>